0: Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support podcasts such as this one, please make your tax deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Tuesday, November 29th, and joining me is my partner, Dr. Orphe Devungi, PhD, economist, consumer confidence, mmm, not so hot. The Conference Board and its consumer confidence index just did its November release today, and so the the number's been trending in the in in a not so great direction, which would be That's like up. lacking confidence. It's down again month over month, and so first of all. Could you explain, for the benefit of people who are like, well, I've heard of this report, and there's another report that has a, a, a similar name that's done by the University of Michigan, right? This is separate from that. This is completely different. Could you explain the value of the conference board's Consumer Confidence Index and what's being measured?
1: Oh, absolutely. So, the, you know, it's a great, it's a survey of consumers. That's what's called Consumer Confidence Survey. And it, it looks at how people feel about the economy right now, but also about You know, where they, where they think the economy is going to be six months from now. And it looks at consumer attitudes, buying intentions. You know, do I plan to buy a home? Do I plan to go on vacation? Uh, it looks at expectation, consumer expectations over inflation, stock prices, interest rates. Uh, and so, uh, it, it, it's helpful to give us kind of an idea of where consumers are today and a leading indicator of what to expect will happen in the future. In fact, there's a ton of research that shows that these types of surveys helped forecast the future state of the economy. I personally like these surveys. It gives us a little view at how consumers actually feel.
0: So in the present situation, as measured by the survey, 18.2% of consumers said business conditions were quote-unquote good. That's up from 177 on the other hand, more consumers twenty six point seven percent said business conditions were bad up from twenty four percent who's right?
1: Well look i, I you know <laughs> it's it's a matter of perspective, right? You know what this really says is that you have more Americans surveyed who feel that business conditions aren't that great. What the conference board does is it takes all these answers and it combines them all into an index, and what that index is showing is that consumer confidence has fallen, fell in October, fell again in November. Uh, and that's the present situation index, right? You know, how people feel about the economy today, but also the expectation index, you know, meaning how people feel about the economy in the future. But if you go into the detail, you'll also find out that people are pretty okay with the labor market. There's a, f- a favorable favorable view about Jobs being plentiful, about job security. That's what the survey really reveals. That people are confident that they're confident you know about their, their job prospects. What they're not so happy about is their financial situation because of inflation. And we've seen that throughout most of the year. Inflation is taking a big bite out of people's wallets. As a result, people are not so confident that it can sustain their spending habits, right? And and withstand the Christmas season, the holidays, but also, you know, what's coming next, right? The first half of twenty twenty
0: three. Well I'll tell you, not not measured by this survey, but you know, if we head it into Black Friday and, and in, through Cyber Monday, today's Tuesday. It's Giving Tuesday, as a matter of fact. And as we record this, it's a great day to think about the, your favorite 501c3. Maybe it's the Franklin News Foundation. I hope it is. I hope it but is. The, as far as it goes with regard to how they were talking about it, I say they, like spokespeople around retail were talking about this being like, like a boom year. And then there were other people that were saying, yeah, it's probably going to be tight. Do you have any sense at this point? How ultimately retail fared over Black Friday. I'm. I'm, This is a little bit of a non sequitur, but I mean, because there's some measurement of consumer sentiment in that feeling, and of course, you know, retailers are going to be advocating for their own interests. How do you think Black Friday came out?
1: I think retail might have done well, you know, and that's just based on the headlines that I saw. I guess we'll see in the numbers. When the numbers come out, but yeah, I, I think retail might have done well but because I mean, going into Black Friday, retail volume was down.
0: That's the thing. I mean, it's when you're trying to when you're trying to estimate consumer demand. I think that that is difficult on an even plane, and right now it's definitely not an even plane. So. That's why I posed that question. Yeah, I mean, it's not I mean, fair it, for me to ask
1: you about data that doesn't exist. No, no. I think the credit card companies might have put some data out on Black Friday. I think I think Black Friday, you know, I'm looking this up. I think Black Friday did actually really, really well in 2022, which is somewhat surprising. But, you know, if we, we talk, look at some of the, listen back to some of the podcasts we did, I think last week or two weeks ago, we talked about the fact that retailers knew what was going on, knew what shoppers were up against in terms of like, you know, the cost of living and everything else. And so, you know, you had some steep discounts and you had to you had to give in to steep discounts. They also want to move as much inventory as possible, right? And so in a situation like that, I'm sure there were some really, really steep discounts out there to try to move the inventory. But also consumers are very smart. I mean, if people adjust, if the price of one item goes up a lot relative to another item, why, you know, you shift, you switch, you change your buying habits, and you go to the thing that's relatively less expensive. You know, that's what economic theory predicts. And so I tend to believe that. What probably happened is that Americans made the necessary adjustments, but also retailers gave in to the discounts that were necessary to move that to move the, the inventory they were trying to move on Black Friday, and so that might explain why why retail surprised on the on the, on, on you know on the upside. But that doesn't tell us much about the holiday season, and we go into a consumer that is. Really feeling the pinch. Inflation is finally coming down, but not coming down fast enough. Interest rates have increased a lot, and the Fed will continue to raise interest rates, probably downsizing the side, you know, the 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 magnitudes of it, of the next interest rate hikes. But you know, the combination of inflation and interest rate hikes is likely to continue to pose challenges for, for consumers and will probably have a major impact on growth in 20, in early 2023. And I think consumers are aware of that. And that's why we're seeing this Consumer Confidence Index uh, ticking down.
0: Thanks, Orphy Orfe. For Divan this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com.